Progate Racing presents Show Us Your Tips, Dag and Beaver, with you for a midweek preview. The Beaver's risen from his deathbed. Uh, is on the mend. How are you, buddy? Uh, yes, uh, risen from my deathbed, as you have stated, but uh, on the mend uh, after a good bout of the good old uh, vid. The COVID mates uh, got hold of me, but uh, I'm back now, so uh, hopefully uh, for the better. Probably not a bad weekend for you to sleep through, to be honest. But, um, <laughs> but uh, we live to battle on, and uh, we'll do some uh, have a look at Sandown first of all uh, for our midweek show, and kick off with the soft track rail in the true at hillside. So coming down the middle of the track by the end of the day, I'll suspect we kick off with a fourteen hundred meter three year old maiden. Uh, how are you going to start the day here? Yeah. Um... Tricky affair to get the line on them here, but I'm going to go for the uh, coming straight aft cabin. Uh, they've, they've put the money on it, and its uh, first up run at Warwick Farm was impressive enough. Uh, just missed there. Uh, now down in Victoria, this looks set up for it, and I expect it to probably get the jockeys first up. Uh, I agree. Uh, nice barrier here to just blend in and um, and chime in at the right time. I had its main danger is the scratching. So I think even standing up now around the even money marks a good price um, with um, the busted and horse out. So I think the city form fits pretty well here. So it's not a bad way to start the day. 2,400 metre staying race benchmark 70 is the second on the card where, well, I, I think... I, I think Royal Crown's a way to play here. I, I wasn't that keen, but I've talked myself back into it. Cross the line with no effort on a Saturday last start. I think that stands up pretty well. He has now had the the run. Uh, and I think, don't think this is that strong a race from Wasaka, who obviously, as the market suggests, is going well here. Um, Chase Radio last start, but um, I think they're the main two. What have you made of this? Yeah, it's not a strong race. You're 100% right. Um, yeah, I've just... Probably couldn't back Royal Crown. I thought I just went for a little bit more value in the race. I went for yeah. that incredible uh, from the Paddy Payne stable. Thought last run was an improved run. Uh, just missed behind Pure Deal, who's flying and uh, keeps winning. So uh, three kilo weight relief on that might run well. 1,000 metres benchmark 64 is the third on the card. Uh, what have you done here? Yeah, this is a tricky affair as well. Yeah. Um, I was sort of went through the market on this and I found it really hard to come up with something. So I went for the uh, the resumer, Miss Belvani from the Dabin Edge stable. Um, it's one, two from two, and they've both been first up. I've only had a couple of runs in each prep. Uh, hopefully, it can be forward enough for this and uh, can run a strong race. Cool. I thought this was a very tricky race. Uh... If I'm going to play, I'm going to default to a couple at each way price. Tories D, uh, as usual, my default is the lightly raced up-and-comer. Uh, nice trial win before the win there that you can get an each way price. And I think Darcy Andermill fits into this race uh, over the track and distance. Um, not that keen on the race, but uh, Tories D on top from, from the four. Race four is a benchmark 70, 1,000 uh, metres, where I felt like the safe bet here was Maddox each way. I'll uh, roll along on pace. Um, you know what you're going to get. It's going to be one they're going to have to run past and is going to give you a nice sight. Obviously scared of Duchy of Savoy. Last trial was good. Um, trial before wasn't so sure. And first up, 
a couple of preps back did bolt in here. I'm just not sure where it's how it's been going since, but um, possibly the most talented beaver. You got you keener? Yeah, I'm going to stick with Dutch of Savoy. I don't think this is an overly strong race. Resuming here, fresh, tried okay. Uh, brought to brought down to send out for this first up by the Hawk Stable, which is always a good point, and got a good jockey on board, so that'll do me. Race five is a 1,300-metre, 64. What have you done here? Yeah, another tricky race here um, on, on the day, pretty open market. I've gone for the the uh, resumer as well here from the Stoughton Stable, uh, Frosted. Uh, thought it could run well. Doesn't have great first up record, but uh, uh, look, its last preparation was okay without uh, without winning. But uh, I think it could probably run well enough here to give a bold sight. I was forgiving changes. Um, not so keen on the price this morning. Uh, I was hoping for more than five or six bucks, but um, just stuck three wide on a leader's track last start. It was never ever in the race. I think coming back here inside gate for Williams and can posse up leaders back. And if it's anywhere near its best from last prep, I think it will be hard to beat around the I was hoping that except around five or six bucks, but maybe the money coming is a good sign. But beyond that I have struggled to find a lot. So I'll stick with um, with chain here for Chris White. Race six is a thirteen hundred meter sixty four for the girls. Uh, Thick field beaver. What do you make of these? Yeah, again, um, the whole the whole day is a pretty open affair. Yeah. Um, so you won't need many runners. Um, we're starting to get those more those sixty fours. They're just tricky races to. They are tricky the races. Through. Um, at least here they've got a couple coming off uh, last start wins. I've gone for the down in the weights, uh, or down in the numbers at least. Magic Chloe uh, from the Brisker Stable. Um, Lost the beaver there. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, right. um, Magic Chloe is third up here, and I thought last start win was pretty good. Uh, was well found in the markets, um, won nicely enough, and I think it probably comes on from that being third up. So there's plenty of improvement there. Um, thought it could run well again, and didn't mind the price. Yeah, tricky race. I I was tabbing take a bit of a chance here that the pennies dropped with most impressive last start the pace looks to be all drawn out wide with it and freeways and uh, a couple of others drawn wider i'm hoping you can tag across and pick up a, a nice spot and it might be the one to write to get past at the end but i really struggled to to split a lot of these up with so many converging form lines so uh the flying moody stable on top but uh, not a great deal of confidence there Race seven is a benchmark 70 over the mile. Uh, just looking through the scratchings. A uh, couple of chances here. Uh, I'm going to stick with Hanadi, who um, ran well last start behind Shakespeare, gap back to third. Uh, I think this fits in really well for him to just chime in and um, and race away from these, actually. From Mr Dynamics, who did win and beat a, what I think is a talented horse last start at the track. Uh, I sort of think they're the two, and you can back them both at the moment um, and come out in front. What have you made of this one? Yeah, I stuck with Renati as well for exactly the same reasons as you. I think it gets the right race here and set up here. One well, two starts back. Both both its runs last two have been very good. 1,600 suits uh, drawn well. Uh, I think, yeah, it, it, it will get the jockeys today. 
Beautiful. And the last is the 1,800-metre benchmark, 70. How are we going to finish off? Yeah, I'm going to uh, go for the Prusca-trained B29. Um, it's flying at the moment. It's won the last two. One of them, in nice, one of them both in nice fashion. Uh, it's jumped on the bunny um, in both of those and just kept rolling. Um, and then prior to that, ran a nice second behind Kiss Me If You Can, where it jumped forward and kept going as well. Um, look, in, the, in, a, in a pretty open race, um, I'm comfortable that uh, it can get out in front and um, keep kicking and hold them off in the end. So uh, finishing with B29. Lovely. Uh, I'm going to finish with It's True. Uh, I liked, I did have everything in its favour last start and had a princess race, but one... One well there. Um, second last thing's run well since uh, without winning. Uh, but now gets Ben Mellon as well, I think, can set up for the same run and and perform here from, uh, you mentioned the other one, B29. And a bit of a watch on the uh, on Outback Jack from the Lindsay Smith yard coming over from Ascot. But uh, it's true on top for me to win, to finish the day. Your best in value for progress racing at Sandown. Yeah, I'm going to try and get away with my best in the first. Race one, number one, aft cabin. Thought it looked the best bet on the day. Mm-hmm. And my value bet comes up in race six, number 14, Magic Chloe. Seven uh, I Lovely. I agree with you now. Aft cabin's my best as well. So we'll try and open the day with a winner, race one, number one. And I'll make my value Maddox in the sprint race, uh, in race number three, I believe it was. Uh, let's get to Kenzo, where it looks like they've had some rain. Heavy track now, apparently. So, uh, rail in the true as well. Uh, so, standard Kenzo on pace early and uh, probably getting to the middle by the end of the day, I'd suggest, based off that. Uh, where we're starting off with the three-year-old maidens. Um, how are you going to start the day here? Yeah, need a little bit of luck, I suspect. Um, this is a pretty tricky affair to start the day. Um Probably just watching on, to be honest. But if I had to have a bet, I'll probably just go with the one that's been the best performed um, from its start, and that's Waikiki uh, from the Wallace Stable with McDonald Um A bit of natural improvement here might be enough for it. I found um, perfect thought on top and thought I'd done well to find it, and then I went and looked at the market as favourite. So I'm not sure uh how confident at the price but i thought the trials are good now three-year-old philly uh three-year-old colt in fact in john Sargent's hands usually pretty safe hands to be in so i thought the trials were good as well um fits well here uh from waikiki as you said who was probably had the best last start at the track um get back to third there and we'll be on pace with jmac so uh, they're the two but the markets feels the same way so I'm not telling too many secrets there Race two is the benchmark 72 over the 1550. Uh, with the scratchings, I'm I'm going to take a chance here that uh, Nash might roll forward on Air of Alsace. Has been was good last time. Um, no luck at Rose Hill, but um, I think Play on Moon's not a bad horse in this midweek level. Comes here. I'm hoping from gate one Nash can roll forward and almost control this race. There's a great deal of pace, and around the um, the five or six dollar mark, I think, is a bit of a bet here. Uh, it'd be chasing Son of Sampson, but there's not a lot of else here. So just backing the jockey will. And in this case, Beaver, what have you done? I've gone for Hammeron. Um, thought it looked really good in this lineup. It's never been out of the placings. And we had some really nice races last start against some decent 
company horses yep. um, and was well found in the market, you know, behind detonated jack main stage. Um, they're all military miss. Um, they're all pretty decent enough horses for a race like this. Um, Waller trained, gets a three kilo claim here. Um, yeah, looks suited for me. With the scratching of green flash from the same stable, I thought this was a, a, a good pointer. Lovely. Uh, race, uh, what up to three, 2400 meter yep. benchmark 64. The rest of the card is um, just a lot of provincial form all through the rest of this card. So, but it gets tricky after here. Um, when I when I did the form, I actually looked through it and I thought James McDonald could just about ride every winner. I noticed mm. Green flashes out. Um, not that I've ticked him in every race, but he has got a pretty light chance in every race. Uh, yeah, wouldn't be a Wednesday without him riding three or four, but uh, I agree. And I thought Nash has a couple of nice ones as well, uh, such as this one where I went right away from the Kembla lead up and looked to an auspicious cloud, bolted in first time out to the distance uh, on a wet track at, at Goulburn last start. There's the first time as well I had a strong jockey in Keegan Latham. Now gets Nash, uh, gets drawn to come down the outside. And like I said, I was just looking at a different form and it feel like out to the distance of suit as well here. So I was with auspicious cloud I speak of. Um, and with all the rest tied together, I just thought that was a bit of a point of difference. What do you find here? Yeah, I did the same. I went back and found Auspicious Cloud as well. Um, two, I went back two starts ago and at, at Canberra at Red Second behind Epizeal and then they went to Goulburn, hit an extra distance. Um, was uh, well in the market and absolutely braved it. So some natural improvement there. It's improved, you know, five or six lengths on that run. So I'm going to suggest that it's got some more improvement. Now it's fifth up over 2,400. That'll suit. And that might be enough to... Uh, Run a really nice race here. Lovely race four is a fifteen fifty sixty four, and you mentioned J Mac. Is that who you found here? I did find it here. I tipped this horse last start um, up in Brizzy, um, and it sat outside the lead and won pretty convincingly there. Um, I don't see any reason it doesn't go forward here and take up a very similar position and uh, proves just as hard to hold out. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. Same thing. Gap job there. It comes back here and gets J-Mac uh, on top for me. I thought Waller had the main danger too in Tohinga, who um, was good last time, chasing 12 feet glass. That ladder, that form is strong on the wet tracks through Sydney. So, uh, again, Nash uh, and J-Mac holding the key. I think they're close to the only two, really. Um, but, uh, yeah, Prates from Tohinga in race for Next up, we've got the 1,000-metre girls, 64. Uh, what have you done here? Yeah, I've stuck with J-Mac again here. I think he can, uh, Laura Lynn, resuming, he can run really well. Last two runs, last prep, uh, were not its best. Uh, and it was put out pretty quickly after that. Um, trials since then have been good enough, and I think he can run well first up here. Yeah, not much to add. Uh, goes on top almost by default, but the trials are good. Uh, nothing went right last prep, and uh, they didn't mess around in getting it out. Comes back here and is uh, Godolphin fresh, so uh, on top for me as well. Benchmark 72, 1300 metres is next, where I was going to stick with AC Express. Uh, sat outside lead first up, and uh, and was pretty good. Um, comes here, should get close to control of this race now. 
looking through the scratchings. And, uh, you know, it's going to be on pace, Tim Clark for in Waterhouse Bot. Uh, going to be hard to get past. Uh, obviously, main danger there, Strombos, who hit the line well behind arbitration. Your thoughts, Beaver? Yeah, look, I found this a really tricky race. Um, I've gone for fast Kane. Just think he can improve um, today. Uh, first few runs haven't been as, as good a quality, but uh, back in grade here, um, racing against uh, probably lesser fields than it's been up against. So I think it can improve a lot on that and run really nicely. Lovely. And the 1100-meter 64 race, uh, what's left of it, finishes the day where um, I was keen to sort of, I don't know if Stromboli's necessarily a wet tracker. He looks like a big strong horse. It might not necessarily suit this, but now the scratchings are out. I don't have anything left to, I want to back against. So the trials were good. It'll probably win. Um, do I want to take a dollar eighty? No, but um, I just don't have an answer to beating it now. So uh, on top for me, Beaver, what have you done? Yeah, I've got Stromboli clearly on top here. Uh... I think it looks probably the best bet of the day for me. He's trialling really well. And then if you go back uh, last prep, had some pretty decent form, even though in Maiden Company, uh, some of those horses have come out and run really well. Um, it's been dead in those races um, and was a good winner before it did go out uh, at Ballarat. I think the form so, out of that Melbourne race is good from memory. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So I think that's right as well. So and uh, I thought his trial was pretty good and uh, beat uh, Dutchie of Savoy. So that would be really the guide as well. Yeah. Um, um, so I've got it on top. Lovely. Uh, you want to tell us your best in value then? Yeah, my best is race seven, number four, Stromboli. I think it'll be winning um, the last race. And my value bet. Uh, I don't think I really had one. Tricky day for value. It was a tricky day for value. Uh, probably auspicious cloud, race three, number six. Um, I think it can run well and you might end up with around $5. Yeah, I um, I struggled to really stamp a lot here. Let's say we'll go Air of Alsace and Auspicious Gold as two worthy bets. I don't know whether they count as value or, or best on this card, but the two bets I'm most likely to have. I think Stromboli is going to be winning the last now. Um, so that's the way I'll play it there. What have you got for us in Queensland? Yeah, not a lot in Queensland, unfortunately, Daddy. I've only come up with two. Um, see, probably just all the all up these. Race four, number nine, field uh, weary. Uh, probably start just a little bit worse off than even money, which isn't great, but uh, that'll get you money to double it up and get on the next race. Race five, number six, Lansborough Lad. I get this chance to break through today. Um, around that sort of seven to four mark. Beautiful. Good job, Beaver. Good to see you again. Glad you're back with Thanks, us. Uh, and we will be back to look at PB Lawrence Stakes Day on Saturday. Spring Carnival's here. So some good racing and good horses at Caulfield, which is exciting. Uh, good punting today, guys, and we'll talk soon.